Flavors and Knowledge is a bilingual podcast focusing on gastronomic education in relation to a healthy lifestyle through Food First. Our philosophy carries a moral obligation of sharing sensible knowledge to generate social awareness. Podcasts are in English with an accent and Italian. friends, welcome back. This is Flavors and Knowledge. I'm Chef Walter. Within our podcast, we offer a brief segment, almost like Brain Foodcast, little bites of knowledge, and we'll call it News You Can Eat. Today we'll talk about sugar. There's really never enough time or podcast time about this content. As you know, sugar is an important and a vital ingredient in our diet, but sometimes can be detrimental. In this episode, we'll be looking into some of the ways we can reduce sugar intake in our diet. But let's begin with the technical aspect. Sugar is the common name for sucrose, and it plays a vital role in so many foods and beverages that are part of a nutritious, balanced, and not-to-be-forgotten enjoyable diet. In the United States, sugar comes from sugar beets and sugar cane and it's grown in many farms, and there is an important reason of why. Many fruits, nuts, and vegetables contain sucrose, with some containing as much as 10% sucrose. However, nothing tops sugar beets and sugar cane, which contain about 16 and 14% respectively, making them the most efficient way for farmers to grow and harvest sucrose. Sugar beets are a root crop and they flourish in cooler climate where the soil is rich and the growing season is about five months long. They are much larger than the beets you might see in your produce section of the grocery store or the ones grown in your backyard garden. They weigh a whopping three to five pounds when they are harvested. Sugar beet farms can be found in various uh, regions in America, California, Colorado, Idaho, Michigan, and many, many more, such as Wyoming, for instance, and Washington State. Sugarcane is a perennial grass that is grown in more tropical climates. Perennial means it doesn't need to be replanted every year. When sugarcane is harvested, it's cut just above the root level, so the new sprouts will grow and they're ready to be harvested again in about 10 to 12 months. The cane plants grow to be 10 to 20 feet high. Three U.S. states grow sugar cane, primarily Florida, Louisiana, and Texas. And whether the sugar comes from sugar beets or sugar cane, the purification process is similar for each of the plants, and the result is the same, pure 100% sucrose. One difference in processing between the two plants is that sugar beets are refined at a single facility, a sugar beet factory, and sugar cane at two facilities, 
Processing starts at a raw sugar factory and finishes a sugar refinery. The three main types of sugar, as I said, are sucrose, lactose, and fructose. Even though cells need glucose to survive, consuming too much can cause health problems. Many people rely on quick, processed foods for meals and snacks, and since these products often contain added sugar, that makes up a large proportion of the daily calorie intake. Based on evidential studies, we know that in the U.S., added sugar accounts for about 70% of the total calorie intake of adults and about up to 14% for children. Dietary guidelines suggest limiting calories from added sugar to less than 10% per day, but I don't think we are truly respecting uh, those parameters. Experts believe that sugar consumption is a major cause of obesity and many chronic diseases, such as type 2 diabetes and other health-related pathologies. And so let's look into how to reduce your sugar intake, simply because of the negative effect sugar has on the overall health. Consuming small amounts now and then is perfectly healthy. You should try to cut back on sugar whenever possible. Fortunately, we know for certain that simply focusing on eating whole, unprocessed foods automatically decreases the amount of sugar in your diet. But it's also true that our daily routine may not give us the flexibility we need. I've put together some suggestions on how to reduce your intake of added sugar. These are practices I use daily because I am concerned about the unnecessary intake as well as you. And so let's start by swapping soda, energy drinks, juices and sweetened teas with water or unsweetened seltzer. Maybe we can drink your coffee black or use a stevia for a zero-calorie alternative. Keep in mind that sweeteners are about 400 times sweeter than sugar itself. We can sweeten plain yogurt with fresh or frozen berries instead of buying flavored sugar-loaded yogurt. We could also consume whole fruit instead of sugar-sweetened fruit smoothies. Maybe replace candy with a homemade trail mix of fruit nuts, and a few dark chocolate chips. We could use olive oil and vinegar in place of uh, sweet salad dressings like those honey mustards or the strawberry uh, mustard uh, mixes that you see commonly in supermarkets. We can choose some marinades, nut butters, ketchup, and marinara sauce with zero added sugars. We could be looking for cereals, granolas, and granola bars, with under 4 grams of sugar per serving. We could swap the morning cereal for a bowl of rolled oats topped with nut butter and fresh berries, or perhaps an omelet made with fresh greens. Those are great options. Instead of jelly, slice fresh bananas onto your peanut butter sandwich. Use natural nut butter in place of sweet spreads like the everyone loves Nutella type. Avoid alcoholic beverages that are sweetened with soda, juice, honey, sugar, or agave. You perhaps could shop the perimeter of your grocery store, focusing on fresh and whole ingredients. And in addition, keeping a food diary is an excellent way of becoming more aware of the main sources of sugar 
in the diet. Finally, the best way to limit your added sugar intake is to prepare your own healthy meals at home and avoid buying foods and drinks that are high in added sugar. Let's also keep in mind that a single teaspoon of sugar is around 4 grams. The recommendation for daily added sugar intake is 6 teaspoons for women and 9 teaspoons for men, which is equal to 24 grams and 36 grams of added sugar respectively. And so, dear friends, let's be careful. Let's consume sugar in moderation and when is really necessary. And that does it for this episode on sugar. I hope it was informative. And tune in for another informative podcast on news you can eat and flavors and knowledge. When you get a chance, follow us on our YouTube channel under Chef Walter Cooking School. Subscribe to this podcast, which is always available on your preferred platform. Keep your eyes on the fire and we'll chat with you soon. Thanks for listening. Ciao, ciao. Flavors and Knowledge is brought to you by Chef Walter's Cooking School in Cranston, Rhode Island. For classes, workshops, events, and programs, please visit our website at chefwalterscookingschool.com. For all other services offered by Chef Walter's Food Group, check out our main website, chefwalter.com.